As you go through your chocolate journey, it's natural to always want to go up, right? But how do you know when it's truly time to leave a job and move on to the next? Shedding some light on a somewhat sensitive topic in today's I Heart Chocolate Podcast. Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, a space where chasing dreams and indulging in chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to walk the abnormal path, break tradition, and pursue your own true happiness. A space where you can gain encouragement, inspiration, and confidence to go out there and become the best chocolatier you possibly can be. I'm your host, Tina Codinha, and I know what it is to be chocolate crazy. Like you truly feel called to do this, as if a light suddenly went on and all arrows point to chocolate. I've had the honor of working under some of the best chocolatiers in the industry, and all the while have dedicated my free time toward bettering my craft at home. I'm a wife, a mother, founder of Codinia Chocolate and Codinia Chocolate Mentorship, which I proudly run with my amazing, talented husband, Bruno. Chocolate is so much in my blood, I couldn't live without it. It's been the wildest journey thus far, and my hope is that this inspires you to keep on keeping on and believe that you can do this too. Because the truth is, yes, you can. You really, truly can. So consider me your new chocolate friend, constantly cheering you on because I'm right there with you. And let's dive in. Hey, chocolate friends. Now, those of you who have been listening for a while know that my whole vibe is all about the positivity. However, most unfortunately, there have been times throughout my career that weren't all that light. And so, I wanted to discuss something that maybe is obvious, but not always, and that is signs that you need to leave your pastry slash chocolate job and move on. Now, why is this important to talk about? Well, for a few reasons. If you are on your way to try and be the best chocolatier you want to be, you have to know when an opportunity is done serving you. Sometimes it's easy to stay in one place because we're comfortable or we've become so accustomed to it that we rationalize that this is as good as it's gonna get. Or we find ourselves in the crossroads and not knowing the exact next step, which is scary. So instead of taking a leap of faith and jumping, we stay. We tell ourselves that we must be so lucky to work where we work. And sure, the boat is a bit rocky, but we decide to stick it out. To heck with our mental health, right? To heck with the problems that never change or go away. We just stick it out without realizing just how damaging this decision really is. That last one, by the way, happens way too often in this industry. Now, I am all for working hard for your dream and giving your all. When you're working your way up and you're learning under someone else, the lines of commitment and what is actually legal meaning labor-wise and pay-wise, often gets blurred. This is very common and unfortunately a trait of our industry, and it's wrong. I am guilty for thinking that it didn't matter so much that I wasn't getting paid what I was due because the opportunity in front of me was once in a lifetime. That was the justification. I'm here to tell you that if you're working for someone who does not respect your time and your value by paying you what you are due, and employing you under what they are legally allowed to do, it is not worth it. I know I don't care if that's the quote-unquote French way to do things, or if you say that it makes you less cut out for the industry to not put up with that. No. We need to change the narrative that our labor comes at the expense of our well-being, our mental health, our physical health, and our value. I speak very strongly on this subject because it happened to me. It happened to my husband so many times (laughs) unfortunately for us we both experienced it under the same jurassic monumental a-hole 
employer who literally ran his employees like slaves. Morning to the night, no overtime pay, no sick days, no holiday, really shady way of recording hours, definitely underpaid his employees, and just didn't treat them with the respect that they deserved. So sign number one to move on from a job. You're not being valued for what you bring to the table. Now, I know this might seem like a hard one, and I know there's some of you out there who are perhaps working for a chef and you're wondering if you truly are valued for where you work. Now, in my experience, I've said every single chef that I've ever worked for, I sought out. That is true. Unfortunately to that, you can never know who you truly work for unless you start working for them. And it just so happened that I worked for a chef who severely underpaid me in comparison to my French coworker. And I found this out because she was new in town. She came from France, never been to America, and she needed help depositing her paycheck to an ATM. So I helped her out. And of course, I happened to see the number on her paycheck. And I was surprised in a very not good way. Imagine being the lead in a kitchen and training someone new to find out that you're being paid less for the same amount of hours. Yeah, that did not sit very well with me. So I had a meeting with my chef and I asked for either my hours to be reduced or my pay to be made the same. And this is the response I got and I wish that I were joking. I was paid less because, and I'm paraphrasing, but if you converted my coworkers pay into euros, it apparently wouldn't be that much. And here's a direct quote. She came from France and I came from California. As if the job title and responsibility meant nothing. I was being treated differently because I wasn't French. And if you know me, or I assume you can get a sense of who I am through these podcasts, I freaking put my all, my freaking all, 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 all into my chocolate work. So after busting my butt, working 60 to 70, sometimes 80 hours a week, and to find this out, and to more so to find out that nothing was going to change, I was faced with a very difficult decision. Stay and continue to learn in what I was calling my dream chocolate kitchen for someone who was never going to see me as an equal or treat me like one or walk away. For the first time, I didn't have any next step lined up. So I was seriously really messed up inside as to what I was supposed to do next. Hey chocolate friend, do you ever dream about what it'd be like working with chocolate? Are you curious about this industry and find yourself scrolling through social media, watching every tutorial possible, or just plain wondering how the heck to get started? Are you a chocolatepreneur struggling to grow your business? Enter Codinia Chocolate Mentorship, a mentorship program unlike any other because not only is it an ongoing education program where my hubby Bruno and I teach you the fundamentals of chocolate making, but it's also a space where we dive deep into what exactly it takes to be a successful chocolatier. I'm talking mindset, sales strategies, product development, and more. In our program, you will have the chance to interact through live group courses, receive one-on-one coaching sessions, and join our private Facebook group for further support. We want to help you succeed and truly live a life doing what you love. Because guess what? It is possible. If you have grit, and determination, and most importantly, believe that this chocolate dream is for you, we want to work with you. The dream of becoming a successful chocolatier can truly become your reality. So, I just have one last question. 
Are you ready to raise the roof on your chocolate confidence and experience an amazing transformation, chocolate friend? That's a long amazing. That's a long amazing. Think about that. <laughs> Head on over to www.codiniachocolatementorship.com forward slash apply to schedule your complimentary strategy call. And let's make your chocolate journey one to remember, right? All right, back to our podcast. Well, I decided to walk because I knew that there was no way that I could continue working so hard for someone who clearly did not respect me. And I remember my chef saying that that was not disrespectful to pay me any less than someone else. And it wasn't any of my business what he paid his employees, which is true, but I happened to find out. So in that moment, I just remember losing all respect for my chef. I don't care about the collar around your neck. I don't care about your fancy title. If you do not treat your people correct, I don't want to work for you. And I know some of you may be thinking, well, duh, that's an easy choice. But I tell you, I knew where I was working. I knew what I would be giving up by walking away. But I valued myself over a job, a chocolate job, which I actually really enjoyed. Besides the whole, we never got a break. We worked like freaking dogs. I was paid significantly less. But the actual work itself, I really, really loved. This whole debacle, in a way, led to the best thing ever, however. Because my leaving left room for new hires. And one of those was my husband. How about them cocoa beans, huh? Cocoa, uh, Goodwill hunting-esque reference over there, y'all. If you didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah. So sign number one, if you are not respected in any way and your chef shows no means to make amends or hold him or herself accountable for any wrongdoing, walk away. It ain't worth it. Walk away. P.S. It is to my knowledge that every single person who worked for that guy afterwards also freaking hated working for him for similar reasons. Case in point, if you don't treat your people right, don't expect them to stay period. You're doing it to yourself, man. Sign number two, you are too comfortable. Now there's a difference between being good at your job and knowing your stuff versus being so comfortable that you start to take things more lax or you know you can get away with things or altogether you just stop caring about the job or your work as much. That is a dangerous place to be because it's typically where passion starts to die. We become comfortable if the pay is perhaps the best we've ever had So we stay, because even though we're not feeling internally fulfilled by what we do, at least we're paid well. I know that's easier to say than do, but I was also in that position, and I also walked away. (laughs) If I wasn't growing anymore, I was wasting precious time that I could put towards another opportunity that would better serve me. And I know, again, easier said than done, especially with everyone's unique circumstances, But the whole money career thing, I always believe, has a way of working itself out. It just does. Don't be afraid to leave someplace that does absolutely nothing for your passion or desire to be a chef or chocolatier just because of the money. What an empty, boring way to live and let your passion die. On the flip side, sign number three, you generally do not or stopped enjoying your work or the mix of reasons that that specific workplace just is not it for you. So I will share something with you. There was a time in my life, actually this happened right after I left the Jurassic Monumental A-hole, where I didn't really know my next steps. I of course wanted to keep on chocolate, but there weren't really chocolate opportunities available to me at the time. 
and I was still living in Vegas. I had never worked in hotels, so I tried my hand at them. I eventually and naturally fell back into pastry. And for a brief moment of time, since chocolate jobs weren't exactly booming, I thought I'd tried my hand at rising up the corporate ladder as a pastry sous chef. This was the route most people take, rise the ladder, take on more responsibility, start to get paid a bit more. Although in hindsight, we didn't get paid nearly what it was worth when you counted all the overtime for our salary. But anyways, I applied and went to work for a freaking machine of a chef who I knew had a reputation to be tough. I knew how he worked. I knew the expectations would be high working for him. And in my naive brain, I thought that that would be the very best way to learn. Rise up the ladder as a corporate pastry sous chef. And let me tell you something. I wouldn't have learned the lesson had I not gone through with it. But if I'm being honest, in my gut, I knew that this was not the path I wanted to go. I just didn't see any chocolate job in front of me and so I said to heck with it and decided to try and see if I could cut it out as a sous. And man, <laughs> I swear, I tried my hardest. I know pastry is not my strongest suit. Chocolate, chocolate I got down, but pastry, mm. <laughs> But man, oh man, I was miserable at that job. I started it with so much gusto and wanted to do so many great things, but again, expectations were high. I felt like perhaps I wasn't as qualified for the job than I needed to be, and as tensions rose, I just found myself completely freaking miserable. I would literally have heart palpitations before walking into the kitchen. I kept my head down. I didn't smile hardly ever. I was super stressed out all the time, always feeling like whatever I did would not be good enough, not knowing how to get up ahead. There's this expectation to be the best, but again, pastry is not my strong suit. I lacked inspiration and motivation really to keep on going with it, and I stuck with it because I was trying to justify that it's worth the paycheck, and it wasn't. It affected my mental health. It brought problems into my marriage because I would bring all that bad energy home. I was working nonstop, taking all the stress home with me. Just not worth it. So after seven months, I quit. And that was really hard. I don't consider myself a quitter, but it became also clear that this path was not my path. It was time to get back to chocolate. So chocolate job I pursued. If there's anything similar with all three of these reasons, it ultimately comes down to this. You have to do what is right for you. People make up all sorts of reasons to stay in a job, pursue a job. Work consumes so much of our life and it affects so much of our life. Money in and it of itself is not the ultimate. Working under someone with a fancy title is not the ultimate. Not if, if he or her is completely shady and doesn't appreciate you. Learning in the job, however, enjoying your job, growing in your job, not having your mental health go to she, being able to say that you're going to enjoy your journey is the ultimate. And yes, those kinds of jobs do exist. I've been fortunate to work alongside some incredible chefs along the way. And the ones I'm super close with up to today were bonds that were formed because we all bonded over chocolate. We shared a similar hunger. We went on to pursue our dreams and continue to root for each other along the way. It's freaking awesome. Again, I know this is easier said than done for everyone has different circumstances, this and that, but ultimately we all have a choice. We all have a choice on how we want to live our life, how we want to work, who we want to work for. We all face fears about what's to come next. We all face challenges we never saw coming. Be honest. 
deep down with what you want and the kind of person you're going to be and let your deepest desires guide you. It's hard to go wrong when you really listen to what you truly want deep inside. I 100% believe in that. Again, I know, easier said than done, but it's true. Face your freaking fears, you guys. I swear that it all pays off. Last thing, if you're wondering if leaving a certain job, making a transition will be hard. Yes, it most almost always is. But there's beauty in that too. You won't see it right away. You won't know it right away. But I swear there's beauty in all of it. Patience, patience, patience. Keep working hard. It will all come together. Just stay true to who you are and what you honestly want to do. All right, that's it for today. Peace out. And that's all, folks. By the way, in case we aren't friends yet, let's keep the connection going and get social on the gram. You can always reach out to us at Cogenia Chocolate, where we post inspirational, drool-worthy, and informative tips on all things chocolate. And can I just say, thanks for hanging out with me today. If you felt a connection from this podcast or found it helpful, please be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can keep spreading the chocolate happiness. Y'all know that that is my life mission. But really though, <laughs> via chocolate making, teaching, and now through sound. Woohoo! Have a beautiful day, and I know it's going to sound cheesy, but it is true. In case you needed a reminder, you are 100% worthy of the life that you dream, chocolate-filled or otherwise. You just have to summon up the courage to pursue it. And then you keep pursuing and grinding and working and loving it until you get there. Okie dokie! Catch you on the next one.